Shalom, 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 Israel. This is the seventh day of the week. And if you know what that is, brothers and sisters, you know this is the Shabbat. I pray that you are well in good spirits at this moment. I pray that you are in rejoicing for this is the day that Yah has made. Let us all rejoice and be glad within it. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, this is the voice that cries out in the wilderness. Very happy today to come to you, uh, brothers and sisters, giving you uh, greetings on this day, this blessed day. Um, I hope that you are well, brothers and sisters. I'm very glad that um, I'm very glad um, within this day. Um, I had a rough week, very tiring week. But it all makes it worth it when this day of rest comes around that I can rest and be rejoiceful in our Creator. Hallelujah. So today I'm not going to talk to you very long, brothers and sisters. I want to talk to you about some things that actually uh, was about some stuff that actually uh, that I see. Um, some things that my eyes were opened up to this week. So I wanted to share them with you. So I wanted to talk to you today about be wearing of the traditions of men beware of the traditions of men brothers and sisters this is something that we have to be very mindful of um, the traditions of men the Mashiach talked about this when he was around um, even brother Shaul talked about it in his letters to the Colossians telling the people to beware of the traditions of men um, and it's something that I think that we've been subject to for a very long time um, especially after the Mashiach had left up until now, um, whether people are speaking of speaking, to, teaching us about so-called truth in the Bible, or if they're making up something with this religiosity that we see, um, traditions of men is is, is prevalent, very strong um, within f from the time of, like I said, from them even before the Mashiach came uh, with uh, the, the Pharisees, with the I'm sorry, with the um, prophets the um the false prophets you know you had the uh the the priests in the temple they would do a lot of things false against the word of yah and it's something that we have to be careful of because yah told us in his torah not to add or to take away from anything from his word and when you see the different things that people are teaching some people are taking a lot away and some teachings are are adding a great deal to it um, so I want to read just quickly a couple of different scriptures. Uh, Colossians chapter 2, verse 8. Um, he says, See to it that no one makes a prey of you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary matters of the, word, of the world, and not according to Mashiach. Hallelujah. He says, See that no one makes a prey of you through philosophy and empty deceit talks about philosophy um, there are a lot of uh, different doctrines and teachings out there that's teaching us that we don't need the creator we don't need the Mashiach you know different philosophies of men different deceit um, even with uh, brothers like Creflo Dollar teaching us to stay away from the Ten Commandments uh, all these are teachings of men all these are our traditions of men and all of these if you think about it are um, from Satan Satan told Eve not that you didn't have to uh, 
listen to Elohim, that you can eat from the tree of uh, knowledge that you, you know. So when she did that and when she passed it on to our forefather, Adam, it was a tradition of man. It was a it was philosophy and empty deceit that she was given. OK, and so we we are constantly seeing that today, even when the Mashiach was around. OK, even when the Mashiach was around, he told us to be careful of the, the traditions of men. OK, so let's read book of chapter Mark. I'm sorry, the book of Mark, chapter seven. OK, now I'm gonna, like I said, I'm not going to take too much of your time, brothers and sisters, because um, I want you guys to enjoy the rest of your day and I want to enjoy the rest of my day. So let's read the book of Mark chapter 7. Sorry, my pages are sticking together. <laughs> All right. So chapter 7, verse 1 through 9. And the Pharisees and some of the scribes assembled to him, having come from Jerusalem, and seeing some of his Talmudim eat bread with defiled, that is, with unwashed hands, they found fault. Okay. For the Pharisees and all the Yahudim do not eat unless they wash their hands thoroughly, holding fast to, to the traditions of the elders. And from the marketplace they do not eat unless they wash. And there are many others which they have received and hold fast, the washing of cups and utensils and copper vessels and couches. Then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, Why do your Talmudim not walk according to the, true, according to the tradition of the elders? But each bread, but eat bread with unwashed hands, and he answering said to them, "Well, did Yeshayahu Isaiah prophet concerning you hypocrites, as it has been written, this people respect me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain do they worship me, teaching as teachings the commands of men, forsaking the command of Elohim, you hold fast the tradition of men, washing of pots." And cups and many others like matters. And he said to them, Well, do you put aside the command of Elohim in order to guard your tradition? Hallelujah. Even right here, the elders told Mashiach, Why do your uh, disciples or why do your Talmudim not walk according to the tradition of men? So we've been seeing that. Sorry, brothers. We've been seeing that more and more that we have traditions of men that we are following. Now, we have many different um, results of that, such as, or evidence of that, such as the holidays we follow. Easter, that was a tradition of men because they were following Easter before the Mashiach died. And you know, Easter is not a, a holiday that we follow. It was Passover is what we're supposed to follow. The, the, the Yah told us to follow Passover, but man told us to follow Easter, which is about, which is Ishtar worship, okay? We have Christmases coming up. That is a tradition of men. Even uh, if you look at, um, you could probably find it online, but there's many Christians that have said, yeah, we know that Christian uh, Christmas is a pagan festival, but we took it over. That is a tradition of men. We are not supposed to follow these things. And also in the book of Jeremiah, it, they were following Christmas before the Mashiach was born. 
even though they told us we follow Christmas because of the Mashiach's birth. And that is not the case, okay? Because Jeremiah, I think it's chapter 10, talks about people cutting down trees and fastening gold and silver to them. I think it's chapter 10. Okay, look that up. So those are traditions of men. Those are pagan festivals that we're supposed to be mindful of, okay? So we are supposed to keep all traditions of Elohim and not traditions of men. It says beware of those because we many of us have followed these traditions of men. I myself was one of them. You know, it's one of the things we're taught and it's constant things we're taught, but it's not what the Mashiach or the Father has in store for us, okay? So I want us to be careful of those things, these, these traditions of men that we're following, because these traditions of men are going to cause us to go into the lake of fire, brothers and sisters. Now, if you don't know about it and not heard about this and you hear my voice, then you have to research it. You have to study it. Okay? You can't keep going with this. Like, once you hear a word, you must study it and, and, and look at it and look it up. Okay? Just don't go and die in ignorance. Search it out look into it and then once you find the truth change okay when people are you telling people about christmas for example because christmas is coming up right now we are, we're in this season of halloween okay which is another satanic um, holiday that has to do with sacrificing children but when you look at the christmas for the so to speak and you teach them like oh this is not the day of the creator this is not the this is not the mashiach's birth I mean, technically, we don't know specifically when his birth was, but more than likely, if you know Yah's patterns, he was born through, during a feast, through one of his feasts that is mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 23. Okay, uh, these days that we are following are false, and that's why the, a lot of these days and these holidays are, are, are have to do, if you look at their origin, have to do with child sacrificing, passing your children through the fire to Moloch. That's basically what's happening with these holidays, okay? So, once you research this stuff, you can't be like, you know, most of these parents that want to keep their children learning Christmas. Also, I'm doing it for the children. No, you can't do that because what you're doing is you're disobeying the commands of Yah and you're following the traditions of men, okay? Now, many people have told us that the law is done away with and that is definitely one of those traditions of men that we have held fast to for many years. But what does the Mashiach say about that? Let's go to the book of Matthew, chapter 23. Okay. Chapter 23, verse 1 through 13. Okay. Then Yahushua spoke to the crowds and to the Talmudim, saying, or his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit on the seat of Moshe. Therefore, whatever he says to, to you to guard, Guard and do, he said, Moshe, but do not do according to their works, for they say and do not do, for they bind heavy burdens hard to bear and lay them on men's shoulders, but with their finger they do not want to move them. And they do all their works to be seen by men, and they make their tefillin wide and lengthen the zitzits of their garments, and they love the best place at the feast and the best seats in the congregation. And the greetings in the marketplaces, and to be called by men, Rabbi, Rabbi. But you do not be called Rabbi, for one is your teacher, Hamashiach, and you are all brothers. And call no on earth your father, for one, in your, one is your father, he who is in the heavens. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. Oh, I'm not done. Um, Neither be called leaders, for one is your leader, Hamashiach. But the greatest among you shall be your servant. And whoever exalts himself shall be humbled, and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you shut up the reign of the heaven before men, for you do not go in, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, our Mashiach says it simple right then and there. First off, he says, the scribes and the Pharisees, they sit on the they sit on the seat of Moshe. At the time he saw the scribes and Pharisees, they were sitting on the seat of Moshe. They were supposed to be upholding the Torah, the the, the one that the Torah, the law, the instructions that was given to Moshe through Elohim. That's what you're holding them. Okay? But they said then he says them, whatever Moshe has said for you to do, you guard it and you do that. But do not do according to their works, for they say and they do not do. The, these priests, these pastors, these Pharisees, they'll say one thing for you to do, but they don't guard the Torah themselves. Brothers and sisters, we are seeing examples of that today. They'll tell you against not to sin, but many of them are having sex with, with, with uh, little children. They're doing things against the Torah and the will of Elohim, but then they say for you to do it. Like there was this pastor woman, Anita Bynum who was a long time speaking against lesbianism. And then she came out and she found out she was a lesbian herself. I'm just using this example. I'm not pointing fingers, but I'm giving you an example, brothers and sisters. That is what we do. That is what we see. These people that are in a power and authority, and they want to be in a power and authority. But as they're teaching you things, they are going against the will of Elohim themselves. Okay? And it says, but they, for they bind heavy burdens hard to bear. These people, they were adding so much against the law. That was the Mashiach's problem with the Pharisees of the day because they was adding so much to the law. Wash the cups, wash your hands before you eat. What does that have to do with salvation? Do this before you do that. They're giving you all these birds, jump from one foot to the other, but then they're making it hard for you to bear. And they're putting this stuff on your shoulders and then, but they're with their own fingers, they're not willing to help you get into the kingdom. They're making it hard for you to get into the kingdom. And they do all their works to be seen. There are many false prophets. I talked about false prophets on this on this broadcast before, brothers and sisters. There are many false prophets out there that are telling you to do this thing, or that they're 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 they're, they're acting like magicians, and they're just showing a skeptical, and they're so flamboyant in their talk. And then when it comes down to it, they're just flaming fruitcakes, or they're doing so much so so much wickedness in their life. And then when you see them, like, oh, if the pastor's doing that, why do I have to do this? Why am I trying to live right when the pastor himself is not living right? Okay? And another thing he says right here, and we see this in the so-called Jewish community. Do not be called rabbi. Why are we calling these people rabbis? There is no but one rabbi, which is teacher, and that's the Mashiach. And we get his teachings through his word. Okay? Everybody wants to be called a leader. There was only one leader, and that's the Mashiach. So again, we are being given falseness, falsehoods. We are, be given, we are given traditions of men. And when you read the word, the word speaks against these traditions. Hallelujah. Okay? And it's the same thing even when you walk up, wake up to the knowledge of the truth, brothers and sisters. I have this I want to talk to you about. 
even when you wake up to the knowledge of the truth and you decide, most, most of us in this walk, and we decide to keep certain days of Elohim, like these, these, these feast days that we are in the midst of. We just passed one a couple days ago, which is the Day of Atonement. Okay, Many of these holidays that we keep, these feasts that these keep, these holy days that we keep of Yah, when we wake up to the knowledge of the truth, we are told by many false people wrong things. Okay, um, now I'm gonna get, I'm gonna tell you which wrong thing I'm telling you about. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, and it's sad. Specifically, when you look at the different feasts, and it's it's it's, it's amazing that I um, that this is the way it is. But as we're waking up to the knowledge of the truth, and we want to keep Yah's feast days, like the, all these, all of his Sabbaths that he's told us about in Leviticus chapter 23. There's one particular feast that we're told about and taught about that is taught to us wrong, and that is the Day of Atonement. I, have, I say this because I was actually at a, a holy gathering this week for the Day of Atonement, and this was brought up in one of the studies, and I looked at it, and actually I almost wanted to hit myself in the forehead because I didn't catch this before. And I'm glad to the brother that brought this up. I, I, whoever, If he's listening to this, I, I, I thank you, brother. But I want to share this to with everybody that's listening. Now, now we are told many times through the Feast of Atonement that afflicting your soul means to fast. Now, I want to break this down for you. Let's go to Leviticus chapter 23, verse 26 through 32. We'll start there. Leviticus chapter 23 verse 26 through 32 and it says and Yah spoke to Moshe saying on the tenth day of this seventh month is Yom HaKippurim it shall be a Kodesh gathering for you and you shall afflict your beings and shall bring an offering made by fire to Yah and you do no work on this same day for it is a Yom HaKippurim to make atonement for you before Yah, your Elohim. For any being who is not afflicted on that same day, he shall be cut off from his people. And as being and any being who does any work on that same day, that being I shall destroy from the midst of his people. You do no work, a law forever, throughout your generations and all your dwellings. It is a Shabbat of rest to you, and you shall afflict your beings on the ninth month of the evening at evening. The ninth, sorry, on the ninth day of the month at evening, from evening to evening, you ab observe your Shabbat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, so I wanted to break this down. We are told, we, many of us have been told, and this is a, to, um, a wrong teaching. We have been told that afflicting your soul means to fast. Okay, now, that is not the case. I want to look at the Hebrew word for fast, for that word, um, for afflict, I'm sorry. The Hebrew word for that word afflict. Now it says afflict, okay? Okay, so now the Hebrew word for afflict is the Hebrew word, which is in um, H or in Strong's, you can get it. H6031, which means H for Hebrew, Anah, Anah, to means to be occupied, 
be busied with, to oppress, to humble, to bow down, to be put down, to be depressed, to be downcast, to stoop, to humble oneself, to humble, okay, to humble oneself, like browbeating or to, 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 be, to be afflicted, that's you humble yourself by being afflicted, okay, brothers and sisters, so that's what it says, it doesn't say anything about no food, okay, and especially if you read the rest of the chapter, verse, he says to bring an uh, offering made by fire. When you when any type of feast that Yah had, when it says to bring an offering made by fire, it was talking about a ram or a goat because they would take the ram and they would burn it or the goat for the sin offering and they would burn it. And sweet El Roma would go to Yah and then the priest and everybody would eat of that. So it's a feast, first of all. So he says to afflict yourself, to humble yourself. Now, if you don't believe me, this is the same word for afflict that's used in Genesis. All right, Genesis, hold on a second. Genesis chapter 15, verse 13. And I'm so glad my brother brought this to my attention. Okay, now look at this. Genesis chapter 15, verse 13. And he said to Abram, know for certain that your seed are to be sojourners in a land that is not theirs and shall serve them and they shall afflict them 400 years. Think about that for a second. If afflicting meant fasting, then we would, they, no, none of the people would have made it 400 years. They would have been dead. They wouldn't have been 400 years of people to make it. Because everybody would have died off if it was fasting. It was humble. It meant to humble. And they should humble them for 400 years. That's what it means to humble them. Even in our captivity here in America, we were humbled. We had to work for somebody else because we would not humble ourselves to our creator. We would not afflict. So what we're supposed to do on the day of atonement is to humble ourselves and bring ourselves back to the mind and thoughts of our creator it's a festival of atonement we're supposed to humble ourselves and atone for our sins ask forgiveness for our sins now if you want to fast on that day there's nothing wrong with fasting but it's not a command and we have what we have now is we have traditions of men that is commanding us to fast on this day that's why many people if you are in this, in this walk and you are really keeping the day of atonement if you're trying to keep the Day of Atonement to the best of your ability, it becomes a burden to you. Most people are like, I hate this. I've heard people and people told me about this. They say, I hate this feast because it's a burden. Now, if you can't give up food, that's another problem in itself. There's nothing wrong with fasting. There are a lot of health benefits to fasting. And you should think about that in your own personal walk. If you have a problem with fasting and you think it's a burden, because fasting, Mashiach talked about fasting when it comes to getting rid of demons in your life. You can't get rid of demons without fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer is told to us to do. Even Daniel fasted through his captivity, okay? But it's not a command for the Feast of Atonement. Just remember that. If the word fast was in there, it would be the word psalm. T-S-O-M, Psalm. 
That's the Hebrew word for fast, and it literally means to abstain from food. That's all it means. Okay? So we have to know this. Leviticus chapter 23 begins telling us about Yah's days, his Sabbaths arrest. These are Yah's days, his Sabbaths arrest. Sabbaths, okay? These are all Yah's days, okay? And the Day of Atonement is, again, a Sabbath, a day of rest. That's what he told you throughout the whole scripture that I read you in Leviticus chapter 23, verse 26, I think, through 32. He tells us three times not to work, not to work, humble yourself to Yah, not to work, no work. Okay? This is a tradition of man when it tells us to fast. That is a command given by man which tells us to fast. Now, again, if you want to fast on a day, that is your prerogative. Daniel fasted and prayed and, 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 uh, and afflicted his being through, uh, he said, fat sackcloth and ashes and fasting. It's not the same thing, brothers and sisters. Okay? It's an affliction of your soul, which means you are humbling yourself to the Most High Yah. It's plain and simple. Just plain and simple, brothers and sisters. We make things too complicated. And again, I am thankful to my brother who brought this up to my attention because I was in that same boat. I was, when I found out that that was what it was, I didn't even study. And I like to study the Hebrew words, but I left that alone. Like, I was like, okay, that's, that's the way it is. I didn't, I didn't study further into that. But when I looked at the meanings of the words, it is plain and simple. Okay? We are constantly following the traditions of men and as we even in this walk we have to really make sure that we are humbling ourselves to our creator and not to the traditions of men so i pray what i pray for that on any type of thing that has been taught to me that i'm able to research and 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 i pray you know pray to the most high that he takes any anything away from me that is not for him that's why the scripture tells us to study to show yourself approved okay do not command somebody to fast on those days or to do certain things that it's not what Yah had said originally okay now if Yah said it then go ahead and do it but if he didn't say it it makes no sense for you to to uh, to teach others to do the same thing is what I'm saying. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Now, I think that's all I have to say today, brothers and sisters. Because again, this is what this is Yah's day, and I want to continue going back to worshiping Him and keeping this day of rest. So, with that being said, brothers and sisters, I hope that it, is this uh, you was able to understand what I was telling you. I hope that you took it, you know, with, um, I, taking it, take what I'm saying to you, digest it, go study for yourself, and then you make the decision what you want to do for next year on the Feast of Atonement, and especially when you're hearing anything that anybody says regarding Yah's word, because it could be an actual command from Yah, or it can be a tradition of man. Hallelujah. So, as I leave you, I'm going to leave you with the ironic blessing. Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 through 27.
And it says, And Yah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is how you bless the children of Israel. Say to them, Yah bless you and guard you. Yah make his face shine upon you and show favor to you. Yah lift up his face upon you and give you peace. Thus they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I myself shall bless them. May the Most High bless you and keep you, brothers and sisters. May this day be peaceful and joyful to you and be filled with rest. Until next time, hallelujah.